Oh, thank God it is Friday. Welcome back to the Steve Freeman Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the business of music. So all you songwriters, artists, producers, listen up. This one is for you. Plus, we're going to dive deep down in the mailbag and answer a question from one of you guys. All of that straight ahead on today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey guys, I'm Steve Freeman and welcome back to the podcast. It is Friday. I'm looking forward to the weekend. One more week and then me and the family are off to Maine. We're going to spend fall break up in Maine. We've never been there before. Looking forward to it. But that's next week. Right now, we've got an episode to get to. While you're here, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on social media at the Steve Freeman everywhere. And if you'd like to become a member of my inner circle, get the newsletter, the music business blog, plus some information on some really cool stuff that is coming up. All you have to do is go to my website, thestevefreeman.com. I've said we're going to start reading reviews. Those of you that are rating, reviewing uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, we're going to start reading those reviews. And here comes another one from Few Bots. It says, great music podcast and rated it five stars. Here's what Few Bots has to say. Definitely a worthwhile listen uh, if you are in and around the music industry, especially for aspiring songwriters and artists. There aren't many out there like this. Steve does a great job making discussions real, honest, fair, and relevant. Few bots, thank you so much for the kind review, and thank you for listening. If you would like to have your review featured here on the podcast, all you have to do is leave one, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. All right, let's jump in. Today, I want to talk about the business of music. And I know that there's probably some of you out there that are like, Steve, man, you harp on this a lot. You talk about this a lot. And, and I know I do. It's, it's true. But I have to be honest with you. The reason that I do is because I, I keep getting a lot of the same questions that get asked over and over and over again. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I don't know if you're, if you're, if you're new to what it is that I'm doing. You're new to the podcast. You're new to the YouTube channel. Uh, and, and so you've not ever heard me talk about this before or what I'm saying is not sinking in. I have had, I think, six conversations with different artists over the last week. And I have this certain sort of questionnaire that I ask every single artist. And it's kind of just to, to evaluate them and see where they are, see what they know, you know, see what kind of processes they're in, what kind of mindset they have. So that I can know that, it, is this somebody that I can help or not? Is it worth my time? And so as I go down these questions, I am constantly surprised that once again, what I've always said is true. We focus so much on the creative side of writing the songs, recording the songs, releasing the songs, selling the songs, getting the songs streamed, filming the video. We, fo we, we focus so much on the creative side of things and, and because we're creatives, and that's understandable. I'm not slapping your hand. It, it's just a fact that we don't think about the business side of the music business. And guys, I've said it a million times. You will learn, 
later in your life, later in your career, that the business side is really the most important side. And so having those bases covered is of utmost importance. One of the things I want to talk about today, step one, have you joined a performing rights organization? If you are in the United States, that is ASCAP or BMI. Yes, there's CSAC, but CSAC is a a privately owned company. You have to have an invitation to join. So for 99.9% of you or 100% of you that haven't gotten an invitation, that your choices are ASCAP or BMI. If you are an artist and you don't even consider yourself a songwriter, still join a performing rights organization. You don't have to start a publishing company with either one of those. You can just join as a composer, as a songwriter. So artists... If you don't plan on writing your own songs, number one, that is a huge mistake. And when I say writing your own songs, I don't mean you have to do all of it. I mean, that means getting in the room with song, other songwriters, people that consider themselves songwriters and not artists so that they can help you create a great product, okay? But when you do put yourself in that room, that makes you a part of the song. That makes you a part owner of the copyright. That makes you a songwriter. You need to be registering those songs, So even artists, even if you don't plan on being a quote-unquote songwriter, you need to register with ASCAP or BMI as a songwriter because you will inevitably be in those situations. And again, the business of music, you're going to realize that publishing is worth way more than record sales ever will be. When you look at artists like uh, Rod Stewart, Elton John, uh, Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, Name any ultra successful act that is still current today that has been relevant for 20, 30 years. The reason they are still relevant is because not because of what they're doing right now, but it's because of the publishing money from the songs they wrote 30 years ago. I was talking to Jonathan Kane from Journey uh, a couple of years ago, and I was blown away at the amount of money that faithfully still makes him every year. It's like the guy could do nothing but get up and drive his Maserati, just drive it around all day. He doesn't have to own a studio or tour with Journey or or write any more songs. He could live comfortably off of the publishing of that one song alone. So when you figure that he had seven, eight, nine, ten 10 big hits with Journey that he wrote for the band, then you can see where the value comes from. So artists, register as a songwriter with ASCAP BMI. Now, those of you that are out there that are songwriters that do consider yourself a songwriter, and maybe you want to be an artist at some point, I am blown away by the number of you guys that I talk to that consider yourself a songwriter that have not joined a performing rights organization. And when I say blown away, it's 90% of you guys that talk to me. 90% of you have not affiliated with ASCAP or BMI. If that's you and you're sitting there, do it right now. Well, I mean, not right now. Finish the podcast or open another window or whatever. But do it today. There's, there's, you, you have to do it. I'm going to keep hammering this because it is so important. That publishing money, should you find any level of success in your career that publishing money will be worth more than any record you ever sell or any concert tour that you ever play on. It is of the utmost importance. 
please, songwriters, artists, producers, engineers, if you are going to be involved in the music business or the music industry at any level whatsoever, you need to affiliate and join a performing rights organization, ASCAP or BMI. Do it today. I can't tell you the number of times. Most of the session players, the musicians that I use on records that I produce, they are all registered as songwriters and or publishers with a performing rights organization. Engineers, every engineer I know is registered as a songwriter composer with a performing rights organization. Why? Because I can't tell you the number of times that I've seen it personally, that I've had it happen to me, or that I've heard stories of engineers being in the room while two song, while a songwriter, two songwriters and an artist are in there, and they're in a recording session, all of a sudden somebody in the back's playing around on an acoustic guitar, and they end up writing a song, and the engineer is contributing. That makes him a songwriter. And if he's not registered, then he could go, that song could go on and be a huge hit, and he could never make a dime. So don't get this thing out of your head that, oh, well, I'm not a songwriter, so I don't need to cover myself from a songwriting aspect. It from, from what I remember, I, I don't think that it costs anything whatsoever to join as a composer. I know if you want to start a publishing company, um, I, I, there, I think there's a, a, I think BMI charges like $100. I don't know if ASCAP does or not. I'm a CSAC writer, um, but I, I think it only charges you if you're joining as a publisher, which none of you need to do. Here's the thing you need to understand about that. This is a big question I get a lot. If you sign up as a composer, as a songwriter with the Performing Rights Organization, and you do not have a publishing company established, which you don't need, the, that Performing Rights Organization, that PRO, will automatically give your publishing shares to your songwriting side. It's not that you're not going to get your publishing money. It will just all come as a part of your writers. So you do not have to have a publishing company. Matter of fact, 99.9999% of you out there listening, you do not need to have a publishing company. Just affiliate as a composer, songwriter. If, Like I said, I, I, a broad gamut here. Producer, artist, session musician, player, musician at all. It doesn't matter. If you are engaged in this industry, you should be affiliated with a performing rights organization, period. End of story. Do it today. The second thing that I want to talk about is forming a company for your career. This is so, so, so important. For those of you that don't know, it, it's, it's fairly easy to form an LLC. An LLC will help protect you and your personal assets from anything, lawsuits, anything like that, that happen in your professional life. This is of the utmost importance. I see so many songwriters, artists, producers, Create something of value. Let, let me tell you right now. Let, let's just get this out of the way. If you ever create anything of value, somebody's going to want to take it from you. Whether it's legitimate or not. Because see, you can file a lawsuit against anybody in this country for anything. I could not know you from Adam 
and bump into you at, at Kroger and just not like the way you look today, if I want to waste money, I can sue you. I can file a lawsuit against you with absolutely no cause, no reason whatsoever. So if you ever create something of value, you are going to be attacked. You are going to be sued. Little off topic. I was watching a video on Will Smith's uh, YouTube channel. And he was talking about, on average, he gets sued seven to ten times a year over just people out there seeking to get a quick paycheck. Oh, I'm going to sue him for this, or I'm going to sue him for that. And he was talking about the almost millions of dollars that it costs him every year just to keep legal staff on retainer because he said he refuses. He will fight every single one of those lawsuits, every single one of them. I'm telling you, if you ever create anything of value, somebody's going to try to take a piece of it from you. I've had it happen three times in my career. It is not something that you want to have happen. Whether they have a basis for it or not, which 99.9% of the time, they do not have a basis for it whatsoever. They're going to try. Especially for you artists, I know that we've talked about the fact that this business is an expensive business to be in. It takes money. A lot of you go out there and find investors. Well, you're sitting down. Everybody's happy. They love what you do. They want to be a part of it. They want to help. So you enter some sort of an agreement with these people. You have kind of an understanding that, you know, this is a long road. Success in the music business is, is not like a Coke machine. It takes time for things to develop, right? You don't put your dollar in the top and push the button and the coat comes out the bottom, okay? Investors mean well because they are passionate about you, the artist. But here's the problem. In three months, six months, eight months, nine months, a year, when, they, when all they see is they keep spending money and nothing comes back in, all of a sudden, things start to change a little bit. And another thing that I've learned is that even those that say they want to be a silent partner, they are silent right up until the point they write a check. And then you're going to start to have disagreements. But you're going to feel compelled, well, I've got to keep the money coming in. So I need to do what, I need to do what they say over here. And then the people with the money don't ever know what the hell they should be doing or what you should be doing. So it creates problems and it ends in a lawsuit. It happens time and time and time again protect yourself. Just like joining a performing rights organization, if you are a songwriter, if you are an artist, if you are a producer, if you are an engineer, if you are a session musician, it doesn't matter. If you're a guy playing in a band, form a company that has to do with your music career. Form an LLC and protect yourself. I cannot tell you how important this is. It's relative in the grand scope of what it could mean, it is relatively inexpensive to do. Like I know here in Tennessee, I think it's $300 a year. And then, well, it's actually $400 a year because it's $300 a year to have the, the LLC and you have to do all the franchise bullshit and all of that. But it's like 300 bucks and then you have to file a minimum 
tax return. And a lot of, I think the minimum is $100. So it costs you $400 a year to have an LLC. Now, I know in places like California, it's more than that. I, I, I think it's almost $1,200 a year to have an LLC in California. It varies. Um, there are a lot, you can, you can do this yourself by going on your Secretary of State's website and reading all of the business uh, information. It will tell you how to start a business, how to register a name. Um, I will tell you this, there are a lot of things on there that they're going to try to get you to pay for that you don't need to do. Make sure, though, that you get to where you need to form an LLC. There are different forms of LLC. Get on and research them. What is a C corporation? What is an S corporation? Find out what is best for you. What you want is the simplest thing for you to do. All right. This shouldn't be a huge job and you're not planning on running a major corporation. What you're doing this for is to protect you and your assets from attack from an outside party. You want to separate your business from your personal. Once you formed your well, and I'll say this also too: hashtag not an ad. They're not paying me to say this, but it's just a fact. If, if, if you need help and you're not sure what to do and you don't want to pay an attorney, LegalZoom.com uh, is a great place to go for a resource and they can help you set your company up. Um, I have formed probably seven LLCs in my lifetime, in my career. I, cur- I have three current active LLC businesses. I did them all myself. And I didn't need a lawyer to set any of them up. But if it would make you feel more comfortable or you have a family member that's a lawyer or, or you know your friend's a lawyer, get their consultation and, and ask them to help. Let, I, I, I want to put something in here right now. Every time I've ever gone into a business deal in the music business and I thought that I had things well in hand from a legal standpoint, I understood what was going on, I wrote the contract, those have all ended badly. Every single one of them. I promise you right now that if it costs you a thousand dollars, whatever it costs to consult with an attorney or a lawyer up front before you get involved and before you sign a contract, that will be the best money you ever spend in your entire career. I was talking with an artist yesterday not yesterday, day before yesterday. And he was talking about, he's had this publishing deal for almost four years now, almost five years. And he's wanting to, to do some other things in his career, do some bigger things. He's got some opportunities coming his way. So the people that are, are offering him these new opportunities are looking at the current deal that he signed. Well, he drug out a copy of the contract that was sent to him for him to review initially by this company. Well, so he reads it, he reviews it. This is four or five years ago and he goes in and he signs it. Well, fast forward five years, he wants to go on and do some other things and he gives a copy of the contract he signed to the new company that he's going to be working with. They gauge it and look at it and compare it to the version that the company sent him originally. It's not the same version. They, they, they replaced the version they took him to review with a different version when he went in to sign. And that changes everything. So guys, 
I know you want to be creative. I know that's where your heart is. I know that's where your mind is. I know because that's where you see everything coming from. That's where we get those creative juices. That's where we get those good feels on the inside when we create something and somebody gives us a huge compliment. That's what we live for. That's, that's what we're doing this for. At least that's what you spend the first five to seven to 10 years of your career doing. And then you realize it's all about the money. And that's when you realize that what you should have been doing in the very beginning, instead of writing songs, is making sure that you have joined a PRO and that you've consulted with an attorney and that you have formed an LLC for your business. Because guys, look, you can call me cynical. You can say whatever you want to say. The fact of the matter is, is later in your career, it is all about the money. It's not about how much passion you have for creating art. It's not about the songwriting process. It's not about any of that. It's not about producing great records. It is about providing for your family. Because this is your career now. You know, you you wouldn't take a normal, regular job and go clock in and not care about the money. Nobody goes to work because they love to work. Nobody. Even football players, NFL players, they get a million dollar game checks. I don't care what they say. They're not out there because they love the game of football. They're out there to get that million dollar check. Now, their first couple of years in the league, yeah, they love football. They're playing it at the highest level and they get paid for it. That's awesome. 10 years down the road when their knees start to hurt, and they can't really find a team that wants to sign them beyond a year at a time, and, and, and things are kind of cresting that hill and on the downhill side, they show up for the money. And guys, there's nothing wrong for that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I hear a lot of times people criticize people for you know, losing their passion or, or doing things just for the money. Well, when you have kids and you're married and you've got a house and you've got cars and, you know, you've got all these things, protecting those things is more important than writing the next song or producing the next record. I've said it before, guys, I'm all about doing things for passion. But at this point in my life, I can only afford to do things for passion when my mortgage company will take passion as a payment. When Ford Motor Company will allow me to pay them with passion for my F-250, then I will start doing this for the passion again. When NES, the electrical company, allows me to write a check and in the amount I can just put for the love of the songs and they cash it, I'm all about doing this for passion. But at some point, it's going to become a career. And it leads back to what I'm talking about in this entire episode. This is the music business. So many of you stop at music. Guys, this is a business. Treat it like one. The songs you're writing, the albums you're making, they are all products. They have to be protected. So join a PRO, ASCAP BMI, songwriters, artists, musicians, bands, engineers, I don't care who you are. If you are active and engaged at all in the music business, you need to be affiliated as a at least composer-songwriter with ASCAP or BMI. Do that today. Step number two, get on your state's Secretary of State's website. Find out what you need to do to form an LLC for your company. And then do everything through that company. Everything. 
anything music business related, you pay for it out of that business. Get your LLC, get you a federal identification number, go down to your bank and open a business banking account, a business checking account or a business savings account. Everything that you do for your music business career needs to go through your business and through your business bank accounts. And keep your personal separate from your music career. I promise you, again, if you ever create anything anybody ever wants, anything of value whatsoever, somebody's going to come for a piece of it. And if you have not protected yourself, you're going to lose it. And you will have done all of this hard work. You will have sacrificed everything that it took to get you where you are. You will have put in the blood, the sweat, and the tears, and you will lose it all. Because guys, they're out there. There are people out there that just don't give a damn. They don't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care about what it's going to do to you in your future. There are people out there that when they want something, they just want it because they can take it. And guess what? They're all treating it like a business. They all have corporations and they all have lawyers on retainer. Protect yourself. This is the music business. Start an LLC. Protect yourself. This is the music business. Like I refer to it sometimes, I think it's more the business of music. Before we go today, we're going to reach down in the mailbag. I told you guys, you email me, you send questions. I will answer them right here on the podcast. This one comes from Sierra Joy. Hi, Mr. Steve. Thanks for the info. I'm a beginner, hopeful songwriter and singer from the Philippines, but living now in Norway and just want to put my original songs uh, in a distribution company. I would like to ask if you have any recommendations on what distributors that fits for me as a beginner. Please reply. Thanks. Sierra, thank you so much for your question. Um, I've talked about this uh, at length. I will tell you right now, there are three distributors that I trust. One is AWOL. Um, That is a difficult company to get to do business with because as a beginner, you're probably not going to qualify to be able to, to have them as a distributor. Uh, Below that are two companies that anybody can use. That is uh, DistroKid and TuneCore. Now, I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that TuneCore is just the the best digital distributor or that DistroKid is the best digital distributor. I have used them on behalf of clients and we've had no problems. We've had no issues and they work great. And I know that your releases and your music are safe with those two companies for sure. So Sierra, check out TuneCore and check out DistroKid. There's also CD Baby out there. I've made no bones about it. I'm not a big fan of CD Baby, but they are a trustworthy and reputable company. So if you chose to go that way, you're not going to be disappointed either. I love it when you send your questions. I love answering them and we'll use some emails sometimes. We'll also use some comments from the YouTube channel. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. I really hope you got something out of today's episode, the business of music. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to be featured and have your review featured on the podcast, 
all you have to do is leave one. I would also love to have you follow me on social media at the Steve Freeman. If you follow me, shoot me a DM. Let me know that you followed me. You listen to the podcast and I will follow you back. If you'd like to be a part of my inner circle, get my newsletter, know about things way before everybody else does, all you have to do is go to thestevefreeman.com and sign up. It's absolutely free, and I'll never share or sell your information. Guys, until the next time, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman.